check out all the episodes of the Table of Truth on our website, www.tableoftruth.com. Yeah, ready. I'm gonna do it. Uh, Welcome everybody to the Table of Truth. This is your man Cam. With me, as always, at full strength is Yo. What up, it's Dwayne? Back. I missed last week, but you guys held it down as usual. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo. What up, y'all? This is it. The last Nick fan alive. What it is? Got my hat on right now. Still support. Quiet though, but I'm still supporting, man. What up? <laughs> what up? It's the other Cam West Coast Cam Voltron is finally together. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying. You know, so we 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 ready to do it again. So welcome back, y'all. Let's up. How was combined? Seriously, <laughs> I am Black Planet. You can't have a Black Planet with all black guys. Like, this doesn't make any sense. It's just the like four hearts. I was like, what, what? How is this gonna work? I think he was from Wanda too, dude. From <laughs> he said Rwanda. Wakanda. 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 He's from Wakanda too, man. He ain't getting he getting no love, B. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna segue real quick on a tangent. I, it, people was asking me back in the day if you had to pick one of those powers. I was like, give me the dude with the heart. He get all the women. I ain't trying to have the earth, like <laughs> the, the wind, the fire. Give me the dude with the heart. I can sweet talk any woman. Wait, wait, like, who who had Earth? The black uh, dude. The black, dude. black dude, right? Oh yeah, who had Earth? Who had black dude had Earth? Uh, Mexican. The, the, the dude wow. from uh, was the, the Amazon. Kid. Dude, oh, he's from the Amazon. I, I like fire. I ain't gonna lie. Dude was from the Bronx, B. I, I like him, B. He's from the streets. Now you think of nah. Carlos? Nah, the dude from the fire was from the hood. hood white dude. The white dude had fire, and the girl had fire. Yeah. yeah. Captain <laughs> Planet. But anyway. And you can't have fire to kill everybody. Damn right. That's why I need that, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. Fuck that hard shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, hard. He was actually from Brazil. That's what it was. Yeah, he was. He was from Amazon. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. African dude had hurt. Uh, oh, snaps. He was. That was a uh, Lavar Burton. I did not know that. I, I know that either. So you just said that. The more that. you know, the more you know. <laughs> Have to. Hey, w- once I found out, Panthro was a. Uh, oh, Pops from Cosby. Yeah. Yeah, he was Pops from Cosby. Yeah, man. That dude was hood. What's it called? Uh, the new Voltron that's out right now. Um, Hagar the Witch. That's uh, that's Cree Summer. I tried to watch that on Netflix. I can't do it, yo. It's dope, man. I keep telling people they're like, yo, it's kind of corny. I'm like, yo, Voltron itself is a corny ass cartoon. Watch the first. You gotta get past. <laughs> you gotta get past the first like six episodes, and then once yes. you get that, the rest of it's I'm dope. On- I'm on number like eight, nine. I'm like, whoo, about that, about that, that stop button. That's <laughs> nah, dope, man. It took a, it took a really, uh, like simple and not fleshed out concept and made it some guy gave it some depth because now we're at season five and like it's okay. bananas right now. All right, so then I, I'll, I'll continue watching it because I, I finished watching Castlevania. That was pretty good, but they stopped on like season one, so I don't know what's going on. I tried to watch it. They stopped, hold they my stopped on episode four. Yeah, it's only four episodes. I think it was only supposed to, yeah. it was only supposed to be four, and then all of a sudden, they, I think it did really good. So they're trying to do more. Oh, What's I'm waiting for? Uh, Troll Hunters is really good for kids. And Troll on that note, <laughs> 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 <And enough. laughs> hey man, you gotta you gotta keep the youngest. What you keep? You gotta keep that anime, that animation, and all that stuff. Keep young. 
Dude, yeah, I think yeah. one of y'all told me that Macross was on there. I was like, yo, they got every episode. Yep. Yeah, in the that's, yep. Crazy. That's what's official with the enemy. I can't front. All right, let's segue. Uh, uh, if you guys in the hip hop community heard recent news, uh, one of the uh, 90s hip hop legends uh, from the Bad Boy era passed away, uh, I want to say last night, Craig Mack. For those who are not familiar, Craig Mack, most famous song was Flavor in Your Ear and the Flavor mm-hmm. in Your Ear remix, which is a hot little remix. Shit. Um, Sorry, Stephen Hawkins just passed away, but continue. What? Uh, really? Damn. Yeah, wow. I just, got a, just got a little alert. Wow. Yep. Oh, yep. That's Died big. in 76. That's big. Yo, Not I, bad. Yeah. No, it's smarter than like three quarters of the earth. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this kind of fits in. But we, we want to talk about hip hop, health, and why it matters. Because in the last decade, even maybe the last 20 years, we had a lot of from our era, I'm 38 years old, and we from a certain era to go our golden age of hip hop. A lot of our hip hop heroes are passing away. I mean, we had the likes of Prodigy, Fife, Big Pun, Pimp C, Jay Dilla, Combat Jack. Um, they, they all passed away from some type of health deterioration or debilitating like condition, you know, whether it range from lupus or uh, a weak heart or just being out of shape and overweight. And we wanted to discuss. We wanted to try to discuss, like things that could be prevent, like preventative measures, and maybe throw out some ideas of what the hip hop community can do for those that may need health attention or health care. You know, so it's it's really tough because, um, I feel like a lot of rappers sometimes do live their lyrics. So, mm. for the case of like Pimp C, for example, like. I mean, he was in that culture of lean and like doing certain things. And like some rappers are just like, they do drugs, they abuse things. And I know they they do that in their youth. I think it, it, it definitely is a lot of hip hop people, but I think as a community, as a, as a black community, we don't put our health first sometimes. And it reflects in us losing a lot of these people at early ages. At least that's what I think. I mean, yeah, Craig Mack was what, 46? Yeah, yeah, he died at 46 of uh, of heart failure. But they had a um, there's a news report of a study that linked with a barbershop to do uh, uh, treatment and screenings and all that stuff for black males because they know black males go to the barbershop. They also don't go to the hospital, so they're like, "Yo, let's combine the two. And so this particular barbershop invited um, a study of doctors and all that stuff, and they came in. They gave uh, screenings for diabetes hypertension, took blood pressure, a bunch of other that stuff. And then if they had anything that needed to be checked, they would do regular visits at the barbershop. So they would like set it up. So every X amount of time, the doctors would come back and then they would like help the community, whatever. And they're saying how one, most black men, or especially if they're over the age of 40, don't go to the doctor unless, you know, they're basically alarm- a, a limb fell off or they get shot. And then, <laughs> and then two, they're Still. like, yeah, but then he's like- Put and some then, cocoa butter on it. Pretty much. <laughs> And then two, they're saying also because of that, they don't necessarily think of their of their health in that respect. We're like, you know, they, they, they call that shit like the silent killer and all that. And so mm-hmm. uh, that's why they're saying that, that the trial went really well because one, it educated the guys that were in the barbershop. That was dope. 
And then two, it also helped them to like look at their health with a little bit more of a positive light as opposed to just being like, you know, I eat whatever I want, blah, blah, blah. And so it was, uh, the, the, the story was dope because it's something that like, I think it would be ill if they kept doing that within the barbershop around the United States, just because a lot of black men don't necessarily think of them of their health until it's too late, until their 50s, 60s, triple, quadruple bypasses and foot falling off or some shit like that. Yeah. But um, that's what, especially for people like the younger people, I think are starting to see it more just because now we're seeing people that aren't that much older than us, like pass away. Like you got people at 37, 35 having heart attacks. Like that don't make no sense. Yeah, I was going to well, say. Well, go ahead. Well, for, well, well, we do have some, like, you know, the locks have their own juice store. They serve vegan juices, smoothies in the community. And they also got the slogan, you know, the motto is love is love. If you don't save yourself, we can't be a better community altogether. So you have Angela E from the Breakfast Club. She has her own um, juice, juice and life in her neighborhood. So there is in Brooklyn, actually. So we do have some people out there who is conscious of health. So I just wanted to just bring that up too, but um, yeah, I was absolutely right though. But there is some people out there who um trying to change, you know, people's yeah, lifestyles. I wanted to take a step back, uh, just talk about like being. We all grew up in the hip hop culture, and some of us more a little bit more active in it. And Cam, you can attest to this being a DJ. You know, I used to do the MC thing, and the life of a DJ or somebody that's on the road traveling, it does not. Well, in certain certain years, it didn't. It didn't highlight the importance of health. When you wanted to go eat, it was always takeout. You would be up late. You weren't getting sleep. You weren't getting rest. You weren't getting your exercise. You know what I'm saying? You're drinking alcohol. You're drinking Red Bulls to stay up. So, thinking back on it, you know, in that aspect, a lot of the hip hop community, it didn't open itself up to leading a better, healthier lifestyle until later. Until you see your five dogs that's dying at 40, your your big puns that's overweight, you know, people fed into his uh eating habits, you know, combat jack has something, he, you know, the importance of checking up on your health. I mean, who knew? You know what I'm saying? Uh Jay Dilla had lupus, so it was it was kind of like nothing could be done. Uh Prodigy been living with his for years, you know what I'm saying? Sickle cell anemia. Craig Mack, no one knew he had like heart issues or just came out of nowhere. If he knew, we don't even know, you know, details haven't come out yet. I mean, but you also got people like Rick Ross was in the news who had, he needs to cut that weight and he's trying, but he had a health scare. But you also people, you have people who are doing it to themselves. You got the, like the little wings and the little peeps of the world and, and, and the, and the pimp C's who do drugs or put themselves in a state that put themselves at risk. And I, I, I I'm imploring not only the, the the hip-hop community, but the people who are like the forefront of influencers to take notice and, man, take better care, better care of yourself. But I wanted to segue because um, a few years back, um, the godfather of hip-hop, Cool Herc, had a health scare, and it was crazy. They needed donations to help with his health bills. And I was just thinking, recently with all these deaths, I was like, you know, hip-hop is such a crazy commodity nowadays people making money off of it you would think hip-hop would have like some type of structure in place for like if cool hurt couldn't afford his bills the hip-hop structure could come in and say we can take care of that or you know how in the nfl 
when you retire from the NFL, there's always like this fund to help its past players that played in the league for so many years and whatnot. Sort of like you got a, a retirement plan or an insurance plan outside of it. And it just had me thinking, I'm like, how come we don't have that? Could there be one put in place? You know, what's you guys' thoughts on that? I mean, the only bad thing about that is what people don't realize is hip hop, hip hop as a construct isn't a, a for-profit in, uh, institution. So like, it's not even a non-profit institution. They have their own like, you know, splinters and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, there's no like, there's no retirement plan for a rapper. You're basically a freelancer or independent person. And so that's the part that someone was bringing the point of. They're like, yo, you know, it's Puffy or Dre should step in and save, you know, and pay Cool Herc's bills for everything he did for the culture, blah, blah, blah. That would be awesome and a nice, very nice gesture. But um, specifically like it is in black culture, which hip hop, a, a lot of rap and black culture mirrors each other is, uh, the very uh, every man for yourself type of situation. So it's kind of like, oh, I respect you for what you do, but you did your life choices have led you to where you're at. So I'm gonna leave you be. And so unless rap as a as a construct is an actual organization where you know they're signing artists and whatever, whatever, then that would make sense. But again, if Cole Herc it was signed to a label or something like that, and his label was like, oh shit, let's take care of you. You make sure you got health insurance. Work, get your 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 royalties in check. Let's get your retirement, blah, 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 blah. But he's a solo independent person. So him getting, you know, having medical bills, whatever, was looked at more as a, a, a an old dude that was part of something before um, is now sick as opposed to being like, oh, man, one of our hip hop legends is, man, let's get a GoFundMe account together and help pay his bill, you know? Yeah. It's, just, it's just crazy. It's crazy. I'm sorry. I was going to say it's just crazy that a lot of these legends or influencers in hip hop are passing their young so early, but also at the same time, when like you have these debilities, like to see Cool Herc asking for donations to help with his medical bills, it was kind of sad. And I'm just like, man, he, he's like an integral figure in hip hop, and I get it. As soon as you start saying you got to pay a fee to hip hop, that's when people get turned off, you know, to like say, hey, this is like a tax to say to help out the forefathers of hip hop or just the people who mean a lot to hip-hop just in case they come into some type of health scare you know it's, it's kind of hard to say let's monetize and organize hip-hop when hip-hop was fundamentally the anti-organization the anti-establishment you know so yeah, yeah. but it's, it's it's funny i'm before i touch on that cam i want to go back to the health thing i think it's kind of hard with health awareness only because this is all about money. And what's the number one thing that hip hop artists and clubs promote is liquor. And that alone will eliminate all your workouts and all that because we know how much liquor consumes as far as calories and weight. So when it comes to health awareness, it's gonna, unfortunately, the liquor part is tied into hip hop music, popping bottles, drinking in the clubs, gotta entertain. So I, I kinda, I don't know how you balance that out because Ciroc is so huge and all these liquors and Hennessy and this is what the urban hip hop community goes to, you know, that ties into music is drinking. So I guess I'm asking y'all, how do you mix in the two? Because I honestly don't think for every for every juice bar, people's popping 40 Hennessy bottles a night. <laughs> Try 5,000. Yeah, 5,000. It's tough because when it comes to music, it's like, I mean, you turn it off a song quick, fast, and somebody starts talking about smoothies, 
and kale salad. So <laughs> <laughs> they go, they're gonna talk about filet mignon and, and you know what I mean, and some honey or whatever. But it, it's like I don't know, cause like if they they're kind of living those lyrics, but at the same time, I'm pretty sure some of them are not. Some of them are taking care of themselves. Yeah. But, I mean, oh, who be the question a lot to being street cats that know the game? They open a juice bar and they rap about that. I mean, like, they street cred is still legit to me, you know. Yeah. So Wu Tang come out with a with a with a track talking about green smoothies. Thirty two powers of broccoli. Yeah, get Good, us some killer bee green smoothies. I mean, let's, let's just be you real. Put that in your car. played some stuff about being healthy. And, okay. And it wasn't on that tip of like ex- extreme about talking smoothies, but he's been on that tip. He's a he's a I think he's a vegan or vegetarian. He be on that hype, man. I mean, we we catch it. I'm a fan, so at the same time, he can still spit hard lyrics and and slide something in there and some slick talk and he can, be real I never understand what Riz is talking about. So yeah, uh, but I'm saying if the, if the if, if the locks did it, the locks have talked about their smoothie and being healthy all the time. All yeah, the time. so I mean that's a prime example. They, we still listen to the locks in that aspect. We don't take away from the street cred. And I'm not saying go out and start rapping about smoothies and stuff, but <laughs> you know, lead by example. I'm saying outside of the booth. You know what I'm saying? Like if Big, if Big Pun really took his health seriously, he can look like Poppy Chulo from the block in his old. Oh, and, and, said he and, lost and 100 case, pounds. I'm trying to live, if, baby. If that's yeah. the case, you're gonna have to chase somebody on a daily level who can sponsor. A health, a health drink, and put it on TV or a Drake. Somebody who's who's known to the kids, even fucking Migos, have them do a little snack bar, a little pop bar, and, and you, it has to be on that level for 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 the for the young generation, even for us to to do that. I mean, because it, I mean, look at it. Diddy was running marathons. He put it in his rap. You know what I'm saying? He was, uh, but you, when you say Diddy, you say some rock. You not say the New York. not say the New York marathon. But when he was running the marathons, he didn't have that Ciroc field. You know? Yeah. Well, also, too, the other thing that people have to remember, and this is something that I I talked before, but it's like, why is it on hit rappers to give the keys to people to go fucking be healthy, right? Like, I'm not, like, I'm still, now that I'm older, of course, it's different, but again, we're we're sitting here looking at an entertainer to tell us to be healthier about our choice life choices, right? So, Should they tell uh, me drink honey? Yeah, no, that's I'm what I'm saying. So, and so, but, and so Word, me, drink my liquor. Like a really good example is, or just just example, like mm-hmm. it, it's all about like again, it's 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 dollars and cents, right? So mm-hmm. again, rap isn't the NFL. Like there's no National Rapper Association NRA. I know this, but there's not like an NRA that says, okay, you know, locks. What you guys want to do? Oh, we want to open some juice bars. Cool. Here's a couple lawyers. Here's some accountants. Here's some classes so you can understand the basis of business. All right, go do something. Diddy, what you trying to do? I'm trying to I'm trying to buy the the Carolina Panthers. Cool. Here's some investors. Here's this. That, there's no one organization that's advising rappers to go do X Y Z. And so the difference is the reason why a lot of the older guys aren't in the same position that the younger guys or next gen is because back then they didn't look at rap as a viable, uh, sustainable uh, business. They looked yeah. at it as a flash in the pan, and then they started to make money. And then the smarter ones, you know adapted and trying to do that but then the other ones they're you know 55 years old djing slash rapping but didn't this might not have necessarily got their shit together to make a sustainable uh business and now you know here they are 55 almost 60 and you know uh, they have a health scare and they didn't really plan you know they don't got a 401k for being a rapper you know yeah. so it's like 
And so then, so now you have to figure out figuring all that type of stuff. And so the the other part of it is the rappers themselves again are in that same wave where it's like, yeah, like just like Cam said, like if you're a DJ, one of the reasons why I work out and eat a lot better because I don't want to be a fat DJ. All DJs in New York, like the ones that are popular, got big ass fell, uh, bellies. Eat those late night freaking 4 a.m. Uh, sandwiches and all that shit. Like that shit is not good for you. And plus, you're right. drinking mad alcohol and all that kind of stuff. I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't be like that. I guess what I'm trying to say is that right now we don't have a structure in place. Now, MCs, you know, they know the, the quote unquote game. And the game, whatever name may be, they're well versed on. But in the NFL, they have these things called the rookie symposiums, how to spend your money, what to watch out for. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm saying to myself. They could kind of have a similar thing in hip hop, whether it be health, advising your wealth, or you know how to start a business. Because we do have these type of things for other issues within hip hop, but right now, the concern on the the main issue I'm concerned with is that a lot of my hip hop heroes are dying due to poor health. And but, like, but like, like, like said, a lot, it, it's it's no structure for that. Like what? How? No, not, not, I, there is not. And I'm, what I'm saying yeah. is. We need to start thinking about that and maybe start putting things in place. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I, I, like I don't have a solution right now, and the whole purpose is just to have a discussion and maybe put it out there. And, and I, I guess, think our, I our, our influencers taking... need to start talking about that as well. Yeah, I mean, and also I because we live in a sales, and maybe like for for every you know ten thousand records, ten five two percent, not even that, 2%, that's the percent record labels that, right there that you're yeah. talking about. They're not going to do that. Yeah, yeah they're exactly. not taking a cut off exactly. their money for that. Exactly. There's, and again, there's no, uh, there's no, um, there's no, like, again, if I'm a record label and I sign mm-hmm. Cam and he does all the things he needs to be doing, touring, blah, 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 making records awesome. Now he's not hot anymore. Cool. You've, you, you are contractually obligated to do three albums. You did your three albums. I cut you from the label. I let you go do things. Ten years later, he's dying. And I'm like, oh, damn, that sucks, man. Uh, so, yeah. Well, good, 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 good luck. Uh, prayers up, and uh, as a human being, I would help him. But as a label or something like that, yeah, they don't nothing, care. Yeah, there's yeah, no there's no return on investment anymore. Exactly. So, it, so, it's, so pretty- like a, it's just like an NFL team. And so most, and the thing that we we're talking about before, and this goes back to like the structure of rap and all that kind of stuff, is it, there's tons of nonprofits that work on the side of health and uh, uh, knowledge-based education, all that kind of stuff that work with the kids and all that. Now there's little nonprofits or, or businesses that target um, established rappers or whatever. Like there's not a, a hip hop healthcare system. There's not, or, or insurance plan. You know, they don't have those type of situations. Now that could be something that could help because, you know, or there's no hip hop legal defense fund. Like Meek Mill is in jail for whatever the things he did, blah, 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 but there's not, a hip hop defense fund that can go help him with his legal bills or whatever it is. So again, people don't look at hip hop or rap as a um, as a functioning system in terms of that. They look at it as they don't even. Most people don't even know hip hop is more than rap in the first place. So that's another thing. But that, mm-hmm. that's another thing. But go, yeah. to, to keep on topic. Like people look at rappers as you're an entertainer slash that's your job. So you individually mm-hmm. need to get your shit together. And if you don't get your shit together, well, that means you've made some poor decisions. Hopefully you can hopefully, you know, prayers up. Hope you can get your shit. Hopefully you'll survive your situation. Yeah, basically yeah. I'm I'm coming to the conclusion that like you got people like uh Gucci Mane who went in jail fat, came out skinny. Mm-hmm. At one point had a, you got yeah, at one point. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, at one point, 
you had a skinny Buster Rhymes, you had Dr. Dre get in shape, you had Timberland at one point get in shape. You had people that were trying to lead by example unconsciously. Nelly, Nelly get in shape. Had a lot of dudes in the gym back in the early Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that wasn't a symposium or saying, hey, like we're spitting or preaching. They were just leading by example because they wanted to be in shape. And I think as in, in, in hip hop influence, they need to expand on that because currently, right now, a lot of young hip hop uh, performers are just passing away too early for my taste. I'm like, I think some of this could be preventative. You know, I don't know every, like, you know, Jay Dilla's situation was crazy, Combat Jack's situation was crazy, but like people like Big Pun, Pimp C, Craig, if Craig Mack, you know, if he was overweight, you know, Prodigy did his thing, he, he changed his life around. He probably lived longer than he was supposed to. Yeah, yeah, I think he had. A, I think his actually was a. It was, yeah, he was so sick freak. for a while. Yeah, but his was like a freak accident combined yeah, yeah, with his sickness, yeah. so it was like a little different. But the so um, Ghostface, he had diabetes and shit, so he, he switched his diet up a little bit too. Yeah, I mean, but that's the other thing too. People don't want to, you know, like say for instance, like my favorite comedian is Patrice O'Neill. He had diabetes, but he didn't switch up his lifestyle in terms of his eating habits and checking on his insulin. Like if you do, if you do that, you live an extra twenty years. But if you don't, you die in five. So it's like it's like I see I see Chappelle smoke twenty packs of cigarettes. I wouldn't be surprised if he got throat cancer tomorrow. Well, no, no problem. No. <laughs> Stop it. God yeah. forbid. But you know, it's just crazy. Weed and then you start drinking more, and then now you go back to smoking cigarettes. And so, but yeah. So I mean, again, it goes back to one: Do we look to our entertainers to? Uh, lead us in terms of what health is See, the thing with us though we're out we're of, okay no i know it's we're okay i'm just saying we're, we're we're at the age where we're out of that we still listen to hip-hop we're still in the know but hip-hop is a young man's game and those young kids are not going to be talking about health so the next generation they're going to still be talking about 40s blunts and bitches Drinking lean, yeah, taking exactly. yeah, so like you know, the older funny, like, generation are the ones in trouble and it's because of what they've done in their youth so when they get yeah, older yeah. now, unfortunately, you pay for it. The the mistakes you made, just like you brought up earlier with being on the road, drinking alcohol, not not getting enough sleep, like that takes a toll on you. But when you're young, it's easier to do those things. So yeah, I mean, it's tough, man. Nah, because you have you got a good point, D, because we've been working out since we were 20 and we would go heavy drinking, heavy Ooh, partying. Hell yeah. To, but we'll be going to the gym Saturday morning after we went to 20 balls on Friday night. So it's pretty much, it has to be a lifestyle. If it's your lifestyle, it's working out is nothing to you. It's not a job, you know? Yeah, Certain people but... are not educated to work out. It's Some people just don't work, have friends that work out together. Like, we used to work out in groups for years, like years, like a 10-year run. We was going all together to the gym and going to the clubs and drinking and burn all that the next day and keep our health intact, you know, for the most I, part. I, I think hip hop needs to talk to itself. Because, I mean, we're on the outside looking in, and a lot of the hip hop influences within the hip hop community are kind of passing away too early in my eyes. And I think they need to have a discussions within that themselves and their community because I think we understand the importance of health um and, and 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 trying to live a good life but a lot of people like you look at buster rhymes he gained a lot of weight you know what i'm saying like that's you know, crazy the club, all them ruins yeah. like you, you know? gotta remember so, like them the if people want to talk out too like they're on the record labels a record label would be like yo man I, I can't have you talking about kale 
on this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not on, not, on, not on the record. I'm just saying, just you know, like when Diddy was promoting, I'm out here running a marathon. You don't have to rap it. I'm I get you. I get. I get it. Start talking about that. Well, look, you have to be influential. If you want yeah. to use the, if you want to use the younger version, like say for instance, um, the cat, little Zan or whatever, that's from Southern California. He's like young. He's he has a huge rap following. Whatever. He's changing his name to Diego, quote unquote, because he stopped doing Xanax, and his name is from Poppin' Zannies. So, and he had the whole thing where he was like, "Yo, I almost OD'd, blah 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 blah. I can't be doing that shit." Da 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 da. da. And then you have a lot of kids that do lean, and now more of the younger rappers are like, "Yo, don't do that shit because that shit is fuck will fuck you up." And they're and they're starting to repeat that on their social medias to kind of encourage other people like, "Yo, I almost dated. I I was doing lean." Fuck me up. I was in the hospital. I'm fucking, you know, 21. Should that should not have happened? Don't follow my example. <laughs> so yeah, it's like yeah, it's shit like that starting to happen where I'm starting to see it, which I think is dope. But at the same time, uh, it goes back to like I think as a community, we kind of need something else than entertainers or at or like I'm surprised that more people don't look at athletes and the, and the regiments they do and the all the workout and the work ethics and the discipline. To, and look at that as like an like inspiration as opposed to looking at fucking little pump or whatever, little ex, you know, ad or whatever, as your, oh man, I want to be like that. Let me go do a bunch of uh, Zans Yo, and like unf- lean on uh, that shit. Unfortunately, unfortunately, man, you could watch a commercial of just do it a thousand times. You ain't getting up off that couch, man. Some people. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's got to be in you. But I, I think yeah. <laughs> that you do get influenced, though. You you might look at a video or, or maybe an actor working out and be like, all right, I got to step my game up. Like, there was, I have this on tape, is when Idris Elba was trying to become a kickboxer. So, oh, like, yeah. I recorded that, that, them. That shit was dope. Yeah, it was dope because you see him struggling. Like, he's like, yo, I can't drink anymore. I got to, like, get my body in shape. I got to do that. And it, it was dope because you were seeing the beginning product to the end compared yeah. to seeing an athlete in tip-top shape shape thinking yo they're born like this but in this day and age like cam is saying you can see lebron share his workout videos you can yeah, see yeah. such and such like showing you like yo this is what i do so it, it it is a lot more accessible for them to have that knowledge to know like yo i could work out i could get to this point so i, I think real quick on athletes i just want to touch on um those athletes who came out and talked about suffering from depression i think that makes them more human so kids looking up to to them could be like yo i go through these things too so every day yeah so i mean you look at rappers you just like i don't got a million dollars i ain't driving driving a bentley but i could sure buy a bottle of henny so i can also i can also go to the gym too you know what i'm saying but i think that like the people within hip-hop that are influenced need to check themselves because I mean, we, we ain't dying like that. Not I mean that you know people you know. It's rare that your own friends die from some crazy stuff like that. But when you hear like a Craig Mack die from heart failure, you're like, believe it was only like forty six. You know what I'm saying? I think like, maybe I think kids that maybe they can get in touch with organizations like Planet Fitness, something where it's affordable. Like I think that'd be perfect. Like Planet Fitness is yeah. worth ten twenty dollars, and we promoting them right now. Like maybe there has to be some type of business because there's no artist that's gonna put their name out there. For free exposure and not get a check for it. It's all yeah, at the end of the day. Fifty have come vitamin down water, business. bringing up yeah. fifty again. He yeah. had vitamin water, so yeah, yeah, people drinking vitamin to, water. It has to come down to business. At, at the end of the day, dollars make sense. So oh, yeah. maybe they could come with a forefront where you get a free. You go to gym, you get 
20% off of an album. Something where it entices the record labels and the gym industry as well. So maybe that's something that, you know, I think that'd be a good idea, you know? It has, yeah, it has to be a package deal. We need to start talking about it within the hip hop community and the health. And it's, it's I think it, yeah. it kind of goes unsaid until it happens to your favorite MC. You know, yeah. it's, it's, like, it's like crazy. And also on the second part, um, maybe we can start to, I don't know. I just felt like when you saw Cool Herc needing donations to help him with his hospital bills, it was kind of sad that this legendary figure in a culture that I, I truly, truly, truly love had no means to end to pay for his, his medical bills. And eventually it, it got through, but I was just thinking maybe we should have something in place or maybe we should start thinking and talking about it within the hip hop community and all the power influences. Maybe we should start thinking about structures, putting structures in place to maybe prevent, have preventative measures so that won't happen again. I don't have the answers right now. I was just thinking loosely based on what the NFL does for their players. But, you know, it's just something that maybe ponder and chew on. Yeah. Yeah. And, I think the, also, the, big, the biggest thing now is like the younger, the younger kids that are coming up, they're, you know, they call a lot of it is uh, emo rap or whatever, talking about the depression. And, you know, they all live in the, the suburbs and it's really hard life and all that good well, stuff. But, <laughs> but the other thing that uh, there is, there has been a movement around a lot of rappers of doing yoga, checking their sobriety, just like giving up alcohol because I know it's like, you know, just not good for them. And like Russell talking, Simmons, you know, talking about that. Yeah, like you know, Riz is on the tip of I've being never been influenced by Russell Simmons in my life, but go ahead, Ken. <laughs> well, you said what? <laughs> no, I said I've never been influenced by him, but nah, yeah, some people will be though. I guess oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, yo. you know, yeah. Russell Simmons was my hero. He had Kamora Lee at one point. So True. <laughs> I take that back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like you know, like Malcolm Malcolm uh, Macklemore had like sobriety issues, so did Mac Miller and a couple and then Gucci Mane too. He went, you know, he changed his whole lifestyle, stopped drinking, ate way better, dropped mad weight, has a whole regiment, like yoga and shit like that. So it's like, it's out there. It just had, you know, slowly got to be a little bit more popularized. But again, that's an older generation of rappers. You don't have, you don't, you're not seeing a bunch of these 18 to 21 year old rappers talking about, yeah, man, you know, your body is a temple. I just yeah, got back from, I just got back from yoga. Your bounce back is like three hours, man. And you know, it's, you know, it's funny. They could go on Instagram and film for 10 second, 20, uh, 10 second clip of them working out with, you know, I mean, people will literally follow that if they say, yo, but get, 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 a lot of them, they work out. I remember they had a video of Meek Mill hitting a punching bag. It, yeah. it was, it was comical. You know what I mean? Like it, it, we, we, a lot of these kids don't work out, yo. You're young, you, your body bounces back. You go out drinking the night before and go to the gym like we used to do the next day. So. There's a there's there's not as much recovery, so I mean, it's a tough subject, and, and I, just like you say, as long as we start the conversation, the only thing with me is it's hard to be, it's hard to do something like the NFL. There's no like, there's not one label. There's not just a Def Jam and everybody goes there. So you could be like, hey, we need to support our former like label mates. You have so mm -hmm. many different companies that some record prints imprints aren't there anymore. So it, it's mm -hmm. kind of tough. It's it's, it's it's definitely a topic that could be built upon, though. Yeah. yeah. Definitely something to be talked about. Definitely. And let's segue. Sticking with the music. Eat your, eat your greens, people. Eat your greens. Yeah. Join the gym or do something. Yeah. Just be active. Yeah. But sorry. 
<laughs> but sticking with the music industry, uh, in recent news, um, our favorite R&B R&B singer, uh, Bruno Mars. My favorite. Has, <laughs> a lot of people like Bruno Mars. I mean, he cool. I have no beef with him. Uh, but he's been trend- yeah, he's been trending lately, and uh, I, to be fair, Cam, you know more about the subject than I do. You you saw the Knife Wonder tweets, right? Yeah, it all stems from a video that went Black Twitter viral. So not real viral, but Black Twitter viral. And uh, basically, there was a roundtable of talking about is Black. It, it was started by SZA, actually. Uh, originally, she did. I think she either did an offhand comment or a rant, whatever. But they had a conversation about is Bruno Mars cultural appropriation, blah blah blah. Um, so the video itself is retarded, and but one of the reasons why I dropped it is quasi trolling but also important because i think sometimes we forget that like there's a whole generation behind us that are so confident in their ignorance when they have literally the information at their fingertips it kind of doesn't really matter they just kind of have an opinion and they stick to it and they ride with it just as just as bad as like uh like a trump supporter or a trumpito and all that kind of stuff like you could be on the left side or, or be a super liberal or whatever or black power or whatever but you could have a very laser tunnel vision focus of one uh, opinion and be like so certain that it's right, but it's so ignorantly, profoundly wrong, but it doesn't matter because you say it with conviction. <laughs> but anyways, basically they're saying, you know, uh, Bruno Mars's last album, you know, was heavily influenced by uh, R&B from the 90s. Is he, you know, quote unquote, still in black people's music, blah, blah, blah. The, the funny part for black Twitter was basically like, what, Bruno Mars ain't black? Oh, Jesus. Okay, so, so let, let me let me let me let me start off by saying this. Uh, I'm a fan of Bruno Mars because he is a throwback to a certain era that I am fond of. I agree. However, and I mentioned this earlier to some people in this this uh, chat that Bruno Mars ain't doing nothing special because I there's a point to me where he's just taking what's already been done. And, and just bringing it back out and we eat it up because we like the music he's putting out. New Jack Swing ain't nothing new. Uh, he did a kind of a throwback to uh, In Living Color and all this stuff. And he's taken a lot of uh, popular uh, musical formats and genres and just rebranding it. And I have no problem with it because also he, he's, a part, he's a non-black person of color. If that means anything to anybody, I don't really have a problem because I understand the history uh, back in the day, black people would sing a song or create a song, but they wouldn't let them sing it, and they'd have white musicians mm-hmm. sing the song. Mm-hmm. And so I get mm-hmm. that part of it and why people could be upset. But at the same time, to me, Bruno, is, he's a person of color. He doesn't have to be black mm-hmm. to take something that's already been popular. Because like I said, I've been reading the David D stuff, and, uh, and I, I glanced through Night Wonder. Cultural appropriation started not with musicians, but like the people behind the, the yeah. machine. And also, too, you the know? thing that everyone forgets is like, and I was I was laughing because Ninth Wonders rant was basically like, "Yo, know your history," which is one. Two, um, someone was I was trying to explain to someone else I was like, "Yo, like Bruno Mars is making music that you you forgot about, quote unquote, is not hot anymore, and now no. mad." And like I I have a personal <laughs> beef about this all the time, where it's like. Black people as a culture, unfortunately, we are literally the most trendiest of all the cultures, but no one calls us out on it because we create the trends. 
But when we make these trends, we leave them just as fast as we yeah. make them. So when someone else picks it up, appreciates it, runs with it, make, takes it to a whole nother level, then we're like, hey, wait, 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 why are you guys taking our shit? As opposed to, you didn't care about that five seconds ago. Yeah, you it was only it. Until, yeah, it was only <laughs> until the Asian person picked it up and ran with it and made money that you actually paid attention. And so unfortunately, to me, the younger people that are ranting about this, and honestly, to be fair, it's a lot smaller. Most of them are coming from the defense, but the larger conversation comes back to is people, like, there, there's a, a lot of folks do not understand just the, the word cultural appropriation in, in general, but then also they don't understand music from a business standpoint, from a history standpoint and all that. So they're very surface level, a lot of their arguments. And so it's really, it's really annoying. That's where it comes back to the ignorance, so, and profoundly confident ignorance part. So let me get this straight. If, the, if Bruno Mars was dark skinned with a nappy head of fro, we, we won't be having this discussion right now? Nope. And most people don't no. believe that if he was black, that he would be at the same level of stardom. Because because to me, we I'm the, I'm the one that advocates about, you know, good music and I'm tired of this. Like, there's no more R&B. There's no more feel-good music. Like Cam said, I literally dance like I'm listening to a Bobby Brown song, like the old school 90s where it wasn't about sex. It was just good effing music, yo. Like, that's why I appreciate about him. He's bringing back what we all used to like, and that's educational music. So what is the problem with that? I don't want to... Oh, it sounds to me so, more of just hate. Yeah, and also, you know, I go back to... And ninth one is touching this as well. It's like, what the... We were very spoiled in the era that we grew up in because the popular music was good music, if you want to put it this way, right? Rap on the same level, R&B on the same level. We're in, a, we're in an era now where if you want to quote unquote find good R&B music, it's out there, but you have to actually search for it now. Yeah, it's so, not mainstream anymore. Exactly. Like exactly. So the, blame, blame, blame the record labels for that. They who, yes, and that's what like Quincy Jones said. Quincy Jones said a lot in his interview about that same mm -hmm. thing, about magicianships, bands, yep. all of that is it's pretty much gone. Yo. So what did you, what do you expect now? Everything uh, is just quick, 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 quick. And this is what happens. Dude, the but, Catch but, Me but, Outside white girl has a record deal and it's coming out with the album in the summertime. And she's going on tour. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't take much, not to cut you off, can't don't take much to make it now. It, it, you don't got to put in that hard work no more. To me, I don't Check think this out. No, no, nobody fucking batted an eye when, uh, Justin Timberlake was doing this shit. And I, I wasn't fooling with him because I was like, man, you ain't fooling me. I mean, I'm not a fan of him anyway. Yeah. I had no beef with him taking over our cold RB. Or what's the girl that died? Uh oh my gosh, she did drugs, but she sang like a black girl. He knows he knows gonna be for me. He knows you're gonna be Amy Winehouse. No, some people, some people, uh Amy Winehouse. She sounded yeah. like a sister. You know what I'm saying? Bobby Caldwell. For yeah, years, we didn't know he was white. We thought he was black, and nobody had a problem with it. Now all of a sudden, you got Bruno out here, who's not black per se, but he is a person of color doing the damn thing, and people are upset because they think he's stealing music. I, well, you know, I don't get it because the music he's making. Like when I first heard the album, I immediately tweeted, "I'm like, yo, this is some 90s. I was telling all you guys, yo, this is yeah. some '90s throwback, yeah. like some yes. Janet Jackson, Bobby Brown. Like I'm like, yo." It's a short album. It's not like I'm listening to 20 tracks. I'm like, yo, it just flows well. They did a good job. Man, and anytime you hear this guy talk, he's big enough. Teddy Riley. He's big yeah. enough. Freaking um, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Like, my, my, only, not, my only the knock on him. Age. Yeah, my only yeah. knock on him is he's just a biter. I, I had no problem with him biting it. 
I just that's just a knock on his creativity. You, and uh, you know what it is with him? I think he's one of those people where he he's so creative, he doesn't know what lane to be in. Well, I think what do you his what do you mean by thing, biting? What do you well, mean you say that? He, he's saying this is not him. I mean, he just, like he, he could he, he could come out with another like doo wop song tomorrow. Like he's but Michael Jackson. Him. Michael Jackson took stuff from older artists. I mean, I'm not saying nobody's out without fault, but I'm just saying the greatness of him is that he's taking something that's already been done. Oh, like, like, a, like the Diddy, but the, the remix. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, but he, even but even this. then, though, but even then, like his first album, like that's the other part too. It's like people look at him like he just got hot like now or some shit like no. that. Like black people just like, like I love us, I, for some reason people are like, oh, but yo, Bruno Mars is cool now. Like nigga, he's been killed since his first album. Like he's yeah. right. Well, he he's fucking, he pays he the piano. Came, when, he, when he came out with Mark Ronson and he was like, oh, what is this new sound? I was like, yo, this sound like the Minneapolis funk. Yeah, and he did the, and he, and he, and he, and he, and he about but his also his two albums before that were all pop. They went mm-hmm. and platinum. Like this is the other part, other beef that I have is like, um, I'm not beef, but it's just annoyance. It's like in the black community, if we don't, if we don't think it's cool, we don't think it's been around. You know, like if you're not hot right now, you're not, you're not doing anything. Where it's just yeah, like you're not on a radar. Yeah, exactly. And it, now, to be fair, it usually happens more in uh, New York and more black Twitter. Like the a certain there's a certain demographic which is certain age group, college education, really plugged into social media. But like, I just laugh because like I watch this happen, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, wow, you guys really don't pay attention to anything outside your bubble. Like Bruno Mars has been selling out arenas for mm-hmm. years. And now, just right now, you guys are paying attention because you know, whatever. So it was interesting to see this kind of like back and forth with people. And I was kind of like, you know, and the Justin Timberlake, that's a whole nother situation that we can have a longer conversation about. Like I personally don't fucking give a care. I, I like Justin Timberlake. I like his music. As a DJ Cam, you know. gonna yeah. play Justin Timberlake, but as me as a casual fan of R&B, fuck yeah. that guy. That's and I think, but then, but the other thing about Justin Timberlake is he's he has been making good R&B music these last ten years too. So that's, no. another, that's a whole other situation. But Cam, he um, was never over. He was never over Usher in any time of his music career. Never, uh, never. Uh, they, he, that's yeah, I mean, for another day. Well, yeah. We don't have an album better than Confessions of Fire, so we. Yes, can, we can, amen. Yeah, we can end that right now. <laughs> but it's not even about that, though. It also goes back to <laughs> it's not. Like, <laughs> no, no. I mean, I get what Ann's saying, but in, in Timberlake's defense, he was in the conversation. Yeah, you exactly. know what I mean. Like he, he, he's in the conversation. Like definitely Usher for R and B's over him to me, but he's in the conversation. Yeah, easily. Like I'm saying, yeah. like in, if you look at the last ten years of R and B. Like he's definitely right. in the conversation. That's what I'm saying. He was, like, never, yeah. he, was never over, he was never over R. Kelly or Usher. I'm saying no, that right now. No, of course that. But that's never. but that's another situation as well. And like, bro, I was gonna say Bobby Valentino. Y'all gonna be like, oh, no, hey, no, I'm no, no, your no, mic no, off, no, you know? no, 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 no. I gotta bring I gotta bring the pipe pipe out for that. Right. I, he he. I give him that. Usher, pause, pause, pause. pause. <laughs> I, I I look. I think I think it don't matter. It, it shouldn't be a color thing. I understand. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, a lot of people out there do think it's a color thing because. Oh, okay. Because, um, because he's not black, he can't do black people's music or black type music. I'm just, I'm just and, and the, pro- and the problem I have with that, I think that shit is asinine. The fact is, if you can make good music, like John B, made good music, bro. Like he was that. Hell dude. yeah. Yeah. So hell yeah. So, so when I look at when I look at 
people that are non-black, they got they also have to walk a fine line because people are sensitive and it shouldn't be that way. But basically, like Bruno Mars, he gave props to the, those who came before him and he recognized and he wasn't disrespectful of that genre. Like okay. think about Timberlake is he dissed He kind of bowed down and was they was going back and forth. Prince is that's the dude you give credit to. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yes. Like you don't diss, but at the, but at the same legend. time, but at the same time, you can't like you can diss a legend if you disagree with them. And then now that's the other thing people are going back and forth. Like there was everyone was like, oh, I don't he was being disrespectful though. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, he, he definitely was because and you know, Prince, Prince does this all the time. He's been doing that. He was he dissed freaking Timbaland uh for for whining about people jacking his beats. And I was laughing because Timbaland said he's like, Yeah, I took that shit to heart, but it inspired me to make a different st- sound, which was dope. But yeah. going back again, like it goes to that same level where it's like the I, I'm still, as us, as a quote-unquote black culture, we always try to get lumped in together, but we clearly are not. But it's just a no, more annoying when it's just kind of like, we, we again, we create so much shit that we're, we let things go so fast. And then mm-hmm. instead, of, instead of just appreciating people that appreciate stuff that we like, we it's always have to, to compare. Yeah, it's on to the next, on to that. So, like, when people talk about top five or his best R&B app or whatever, whatever, or, you know, Justin Timberlake in the conversation with, you know, Justin, uh, uh, Justin uh, Usher or, or R. Kelly. Like, R. Kelly is a horrible human being, but he makes amazing music. And so, amazing like, in the black community, he still lets him ride to this day. Like, he's literally a horrible human being. But, but ignition, I'll, I'll ignition, 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 i but you know, you know, it's funny too, Cam, fellas. Like, I think a lot of the art of music has been going because we've been we grew up in the 80s. I, I played George Michaels, Phil Collins. It was never a black and white when I was a kid. It was just, yo, this sounds dope. My mother yeah. played it. I listened to what she played, and we all respect all genres of music. And I think some of these people today are stuck in just one lane and don't know how to open up and listen to all music. Well, therefore, you don't have to talk about shit like this because I appreciate music. Period. You know, so why, watching you, that you video, see? sorry, watching that video that, that Cam shared with us, it's like a lot of them was coming from, I don't like using this word, but from a hate point of view. One of the girls yeah, mentioned he could die tomorrow, I'll bake a cake. Like, yo, like, really? Like, this is a music conversation. If you have yeah, that, man. if your feelings are that strong and emotional, maybe you shouldn't be talking about it. Yeah, Because exactly. you're definitely going to be one-sided and biased. Yep, exactly. And I think also too the, the bad part about that conversation was the 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 lack of understanding of deeper understanding of music. And yeah, so like yes, that is deep. That's what Dice Wonder was touching on. He was like, it's so annoying to talk to people about music that have such a surface level uh understanding or appreciation about it. And one of the things that he and he's actually a professor, he taught classes and all that kind of stuff. And he even commented he has like a his documentary, which is a really dope one you should say, but um not in the documentary, but on an interview, but he was saying he was teaching classes at, you know, major universities and everybody was white. But every time I would, every time he said, Hey guys, you guys go check out these three albums. The next week, each person in the class would check out all three of those albums, listen to Mm -hmm. it, break it down and then have intelligent things to talk about the next week. He's like, if I'm Mm -hmm. talking to 
some kids in the block or folks are on Twitter. I'm like, yo, you guys check out da 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 And they're like, oh, man, that's old. I don't need to listen to that. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Like, the attitude is not there. And he was like, unfortunately, in our culture, for black culture, sometimes there's a disconnect between the old and the new instead of an appreciation. Now, they're, now, not to be, now, to be fair, there are a lot of young kids that, like, if you tell, if you show them something, they're like, oh, shit, what's this? And they listen mm-hmm. to it. They, oh, this is dope. But the curiosity to go out and listen is not as as uh, uh, prevalent as it used to be. Think, think about it. The, the 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 best rappers of this new generation are Kendrick, Drake. Yeah, They're no, they always talking about old school rappers, bigging mm-hmm. them up. They Good listen. Point. Yeah, they know the history, like you're saying. That some kid the other day was saying Tupac's boring. Like, granted, you're, you're entitled to your opinion, but at the same time, like, come on, man. <laughs> like, you, you, do you really listen to him, or are you just they, saying no, that? And that's what I was gonna say. Like, I would rather him be like, "Yo, Tupac is boring because his cadence is the because, same." Because yeah, exactly, the, exactly. Does, da, 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 da. He only Yo. talks about these subjects. Yada, yada. Like, he actually breaks it down. And then I'd be like, I, "Oh, all right. I might disagree with you, but at least you have somewhere you're coming from." But I was just at a club this Friday, fellas, and they put on Big. And again, I'm in VA. They was literally like booing that shit. Like, "Yo, cut this shit off." You joking? And put on little boozy, all this sudden shit, literally. And this is his anniversary. They put it on, and people like, yo, what? Like when I say, like you said, people are tone deaf to old school and culture. It's all about what's out tomorrow, today, all about the new. And some people don't give a damn about the the history of music. Yeah, pretty much. And and honestly, should they? Like, I I, I personally feel they should, but at the same time. That's because I'm a DJ. I was also a b-boy. I pay attention to rap music. I, just, I live. I listen to so much R&B. So like when someone says, "Oh, R&B's been dead. It's all out of tune," I'm like, "No, it isn't. There's tons of stuff. You, I can name five artists now that are dope that you can go find out and listen to." Mm-hmm. But the, I think it's interesting in this generation where you have the most information that you can get by your fingertips, and you're mm-hmm. le- the least informed because you just don't really put the time in to go do that. And I think well, that video was interesting because I was kind of I was surprised. I had to stop after that. The girl was ranting about he could die today, and I didn't care. But she was getting all passionate about her dumbness. But it was annoying. It, I still finished the video because it was kind of like like people because I've been in those conversations with people that are in their twenties and listening to them. And a lot of time, I'm just laughing because I could school all of them and, and, and did all their points. But a lot of times, I kind of just sit back and let them kind of get it off their chest. And then I might just come in and just drop in here. You know this. Say something here. Say something here. Say something here, mm-hmm. and then ha- let them on self discovery and figure that out on their own. Because a lot of times, so like I said, people are so passionate in their dumbness that it doesn't really matter what you say; they're still going to believe they're you know specifically think that they're right. And you know, we went wrong too when R&B's motherfuckers started rapping. Chris <laughs> I mean, Brown's yeah. and once that shit started happening, I said, "Oh, it's over, R&B." <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like stick to your lane, man. Yo, stick to your lane. I I don't know. I think certain music. So four is some of the artists is for too, man. They everybody want to be a rapper, man. Like yo, stick to your lane, auto tunes, and no more music. Magician, it just it just changed, man. The way of music now, quick 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 money, quick buck, and we out of here, yo. So this yeah, is what I mean, but also like I said, it's not the 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 app the the gatekeepers of music are scrambling to catch up to the technology. So like all these yeah. like littles and youngs or whatever, they build solid followings on. YouTube and Twitch and freaking SoundCloud first, they're already selling shows out of 5,000, 10,000 people without a record label, just with their social media, their YouTube account and their freaking SoundCloud. So now record labels are like, oh shit, let's hop on the wave and just gobble up all these little guys, get them, give them a little bit of money, put them in uh, stuff, 
and then you know wide their rave once that's basically what a lot of people are doing like takashi 69 is a good example and like he's fucking horrible but if you go on you youtube from legend of zelda <laughs> yo, he's horrible but like you go on youtube yo he has like seven videos and they're all 10 million plus easy and that's and and not even at the 10 million plus but they got like a million within the 24 hours like that's, it's not the record label seeing that and been like yo what real quick like the whole thing with this bruno mars thing to get back to that the they bring up artists like scissor like her album did it even pass 100k like you're gonna bring up artists that you're not supporting. Like, yeah. Do you own her album? Do you like? I I don't understand why people start talking about other people and you're not supporting those people. Now it's like, why didn't Childish Gambino win? Did you listen to his entire album? Yeah. <laughs> the album's That's decent. Hate, like it's not man. great. Like come on, man. Don't just bring it. up somebody because they're black, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Go, but also the bring up Daniel man. Caesar. Like tell me Daniel Caesar album's better. And I'll be like, yo, might got a point there. I rock with Daniel Caesar. Yep. He's an R&B artist. So come on. These, these, these people are not doing their research. They're not listening. They just want to have a quick battle about something stupid so they can get more viewership. Now, to be fair for SZA, her album went platinum. Oh, it did? Okay. It, did, it charted, I think it charted at US Billboard at position 42, number one in R&B, but, that, but uh, top position on the main US Billboard was three. But you're right, though. That's the other thing, too. It's like... Platinum, you know? Yeah, yeah, but like, but like, something like a uh, Scissor should go platinum. Like, it's a, it's a cool, solid album. You know, she's had some good stuff on there, some great remixes. But um, and same thing with Childish Gambino. Like, you know, people didn't fuck with that dude until he won. You know, just shit for Atlanta. Some people don't even know he had other albums before. They don't know any yeah. of that shit. No, so I mean, like, all my friends was like, "Why are you listening to this corny dude?" And yep. now they're like, you know, white boy rap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just like, oh, okay. Now, now you rock with him. So, now you rock yeah. with him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I this, I mean, it's. It, it it's mixes with the uh the quote unquote woke crowd as a uh, we like to talk call them, but it's just funny to see and be in those situations where I've heard more intelligent music conversations from a twenty three year old you know half Puerto Rican half white dude at work than I have in all of other being at BET listening to what they listen to and how like oh you heard that Jay Z and Beyonce are going on tour how much is the movement <laughs> yeah yo Kim my fault. Her album, I'm looking at pure sales. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. She made she went platinum from streaming, yo. I yes. don't even know how that works. Yeah, that's a whole. That's a whole new number. Yeah, that's yeah. a whole new world right there. Yo. I'm that's looking at at a physical sales. She sold ninety k. Yeah. Basically, if you're gonna hate on Bruno because of his skin color and he's doing popular music that was popularized by black people, then you a fool. You're a bigger fool than I suspected. As if you, if you got, last episode, you gotta be a smart hater. You gotta be a well-informed hater. <laughs> well-informed hater, yeah. Don't you're gonna hate? Have, have your facts, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that's the main. I think you know one of the things that, like, I I was in the conversation when I was at BET. We we're talking about the BET Hip Hop Awards, and one of the kids they're talking about top five as they always do, which is a horrible conversation. But he was twenty. No, he was twenty. And so he was like, yeah, my top five is Kanye, Lloyd Banks, Eminem. And like everyone in the room started groaning. But uh, but then I actually was like, yo, 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 let him finish. He's 20 years old. He's been to be fair. To, he's been listening to rap since he was uh, 12. That's only eight years. So I wouldn't like, have been I, mad at him because Lloyd Banks is tough. He can spit. Yeah, like, Lloyd Banks can spit. And so that's yeah. the thing I was like putting in context. Like we have to also, we were, we were 
me and Cam were talking about Prince before, and I was actually DJing at the time, and I was playing Prince, and this girl turned to me. She's like, hey, what? who who sings this song? I was like, Prince. She's like, what's it called? I was like, want to be your lover? And I was like, ah. <laughs> but again, <laughs> nah, nah, she's, in come her, on. she's in her mid-20s. And so I was like, I have to put it in context. That song is yeah. older, and you might not know if you didn't know, it but is, but it's from a legend. You know what I mean? Like it's true, but you know, uh, yeah, even, I, even I, get you, it, I get it. Yeah, but like, hey, context, it's the same you know? thing when you say people will forget about Michael Jordan. If they can forget who Jordan is, then not enough because they're wearing their shoes. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but you're right. Still out, they'll never forget him. Ain't yeah. no Prince hairspray out right now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That would actually be really dope. Wait, wait, wait. What would it be called? What would it look like? It would be purple. That's the name of it. Don't be mad at me. That would change the game and it'll make it relevant. will sell out all day. They had to. Just a symbol. <laughs> also, to be fair, also to be fair, uh, I want to be your lover. That came out in 1979. Jeez, yeah. and I play that probably weekly. <laughs> but that's part of the reason yeah. why I DJ and the we the way I DJ is they, to, they to say, play music that people that one don't listen to a, a lot, two should know, yeah, educate mm-hmm. them. And Yo. so you know that's like part of the reason why I do DJ and I like DJing because I always want to make sure that people don't forget a lot of this amazing music that's out there. So like yeah. I'm, and I'm lucky that I don't have to play in places that are uh, top 40 and pop music. So then if I do True. play, it's a mix of everything else. I do Yo. it on purpose. Cause like, there's no way I'm playing trap for fucking eight hours. It's not going to happen. Like I can't Yo. do that. After unforgettable, you couldn't tell me one Nat King Cole song, David <laughs> David Jr. song. So I'm going to sit here and agree with them. I don't know what a legend is. <laughs> After that, like who? And I only remember the Dave Chappelle version. Yeah, oh, I, no, I, I remember. I, I remember the one he sang with his daughter. <laughs> CGI. Oh, yeah, that's it. it it's yo, CG. Well, he sang his Christmas songs that I can remember. Yo, Duck the Hole and All Holy Night. Yo, yeah, I think, I think this should be a. a, 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 a uh, like a so many years you could go back to the old brother, like damn. I'm I'm like, yeah, it's like, all right, I'm cool. I ain't trying to listen to no Bing Crosby. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but that's exact. But it's it's also the same thing. So uh, that's one thing that I've I've actually been actively being better about it and not judging so much and more uh, ex- like like actually the young kid at work. He's 22, 23. He didn't know who Prime was. And so I was like, yo, that Prime album's coming because he's a, he's a quote-unquote hip-hop head. And so mm-hmm. I was like, yo, the Prime album's coming out this, le- this week. And he was like, Prime, what's that? I was like, I almost like, was, I was like, what? Did I stop myself? I mean, it's, it, hey, a lot of older heads don't know either. No, I'm not going to lie. You would have said Prime to a younger kid. They're going to be like, what are you talking about? No, you're about? right. You're right. And that's exactly why. I, he was, And he was on Spotify, so he looked it up. And no, he actually Googled it first. And then he saw Primo and Royce. And he was like, yeah. oh, shit, Royce is dope. And then he does know who DJ Premier is, thank God. And so... Yeah. But then he sat and, sat and he listened to the the Prime album, and then he also listened to um, uh, Fonte, and he already had listened to Nipsey Hussle already. But like me and him and talking more music more often, and like I've been exposing him to more stuff that might not, he would not have looked listened to because he'll you know he'll listen to that Metro Boomin and freaking uh, mm-hmm. Big Sean collabo album. 
but he won't necessarily listen to, or he won't know about a Fonte album. So it's like those are the type of things where I'm like, yo, this is something Check I'm listening to. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. And let me know what you think. Yeah. Yo, groups like Bad Boy, Motown, that's all you have to know. Like, you got to know the pioneers of, of this shit, man. Like, certain, certain things you need to know. I mean, Stevie, not really, because Stevie they, Wonder, you got to yeah. know who he is. I mean, yeah, those are legends, man. If you, gotta, you, if you call legends, yourself, man. you like music. If you a mu- if if you a music head, then you should know these bands. You should but know you in it for being pop culture, just riding the wave like the theme of this episode. Then I understand if you don't know. Yeah. Why well, I'm not singing that King Cole? Because I haven't said that dude's name in like three years. <laughs> so, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, yeah, if you see you know Stevie Wonder, that's crazy. Exactly, Ron yeah. Christmas, yo. Certain people you just gotta know, man. You just gotta know where they are. Some you, I mean, you, you, you into you, music. You but also the thing you have to remember as well is not everyone listens to music with the same level of you know passion. You know, like there's people that are super into Taylor Swift, but they only know Taylor Swift and maybe like what? the people cursing her, you know, like the yeah. Katy Perry's, the Britney Spears. I, well, all yeah, that, like, you're missing you're missing the art of music then. If if, if that's no, but, 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 but this this goes back to anybody. You can put it to sports. Just, just a quick segue. If a person say I'm just a fan of the Warriors or whatever team they like. And they don't really pay attention. You can't fault them for that. They yeah. just know what they know. So, and the same thing with music. I just listen to pop. If you just listen to pop, I'm gonna respect that. But when you start to step out of bounds, or you think you know about something other than what you yeah yeah yeah, 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 say, yeah exactly. Then that's you start, when talk, I'll step you start in. talking about legends, or you start saying something's whack. I'm like, well, yeah. Well, you don't yeah. really listen to other things, so how can I listen to your opinion? Yeah, opinion. exactly. I, think I that's why respect that's your crazy. opinion if you said. What you know. If you said I only know pop music, I would respect that. And I wouldn't try to be a, a teacher in that moment. But if you said I don't like hip hop and then you have an opinion about Jay Z, then we're gonna have a problem. You know, yeah. and I, I think also too, I think that's the part that um the younger kids kind of mess up on, like the Yachty's and Uzi Vert's like it doesn't I, like I don't have a problem that you don't listen to the older people, then fine, it's completely fine. That's your era, whatever. But then again, just don't have an opinion on it. Be like, yo, what do you think of of you know of good gangstar? And then I, I it's out of my era. I didn't really know about anything about that. I think it was um oh, I forgot it was one of the Chicago rappers, and they asked him about okay. oh no, no, it was it was Rory, and they asked him about Outcast and uh because they were talking about the, the Dre 3000 comparisons to him, and he was just like, Yeah, I hear that a lot, but he's like, I don't think people realize that like the Outcast first album came out when I was born. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like, so it's like I know I know Dre and Outkast later on because I started to listen to people expose it to me, but like I didn't know who they were until like in the last until the last year or year and a half. And so just to give you context of where I'm at, like like I'm not like you know, like I'm not that old. So it was good that he said that because he's like, yeah, you know, I'm just now experiencing Outkast because I didn't know that back then. Like that's not the type of rap I was listening to. I was listening to different stuff. Da 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 blah blah. So it's like that aspect of it. Like I thought that was a, a great way to like explain that where. You know, uh-huh. Lil Yachty with the exact opposite. Oh, I don't listen to that old shit. I just want to no. blah, blah, blah. I can say ha on a beat and just make a hot. And it's like, because they're in they're in rap for a different reason than those people were. Like, they're in it yeah. for the in entertainment value, the fame of it, the, you know, that aspect of having fun part. But then they're not necessarily like rap nerds about, oh, man, you know, I was listening to Freestyle Fellowship in 92 and did it. That just dilutes that But... That's not an excuse because if if you need a hip hop starter kit, then so be it. Because you gotta go back to the where it originated. 
the B box. I mean, right now, you, you, I mean, you right don't there. have to. You can, you know can why, say but like, now. You know why you have to, D? Because at one point, nobody knew what hip hop was. It didn't get the respect. Like those people, y'all know already. It made the foundation. Like you have to know where it came from to for, for music part. For when it comes to music, you gotta know. No, your yeah, yeah, true. I'm saying if you if you're a real musician, like I brought up the best rappers. Yeah. Today are people who listen to the old music, who talk about the old yes. old music. Yes. So, Lost Souls, just the old. You just, I just yeah. Go yeah like, better but, rappers, the better current rappers were are rappers that are students of the game. Exactly. The more flash in the pan, more the average. They're more like I like rapping because I did it at school and it was fun. I was looking for a beat that sounded like yeah. They're gonna be out the game soon. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think that's the aspect too. There's difference between a, a, a music nerd and then someone that just is in it for a small period of time. And so the when you hear people like a Kendrick or a J. Cole or even Drake talk about rap, they you could tell they listen, they pay attention, they study it. They Dude, have some of the stuff they say. I'm just like, yo, how old are y'all, man? Yeah, yeah 100%. Like Drake was talking about Fonte before, and he was like, yo, Fonte is like one of my earlier influences when I rap. And if you listen to his earlier stuff, it makes sense because he does sound like mm-hmm. a lot like the same cadence and all that kind of stuff. But again. Is a 17-year-old going to talk about uh, rap cadence and styling and, like, this type of stuff? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe he's not a, a fan of that. Maybe you- I'll tell a 17-year-old Kim, start off with the Nas, the Ice Cube. Like, I, I'm not going to have somebody see you put on Kumo like, D. I'm not going to tell no kid put on Kumo D right now. They're going to be like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> yeah. like I, I will put him in. <laughs> I'll be realistic. I'll be like, hey Yo. man, you ain't about to give me the same. Let's listen to this. <laughs> yeah, but I'll start from at least ninety-five. The Wu Chains, at least ninety-six and up. Ninety-five and up. You oh, gotta, you gotta go. Ninety-three. Yeah. Now nah, ninety-three. That might be too far because nah, that might be too far back. Ninety-three. Yeah. Yeah. Ninety-three is like one of the is the greatest rap era of okay. all. So ninety three, there's like a hundred rap albums that came out that were like they're on the level of like great to classic. Which so ninety three, I think that should be the hip hop starter kit. Like you want to know the young That's generation. That's our golden era. That's our golden era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninety three. Let's get to uh, final words, and I'm gonna let you have the. Uh, let's go first. Final well, words. I know we're talking about health and culture, so with music. So I just want to just give a shout out to my man Tim Gray because I kind of thought about him while we were talking about this. He 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 implements hip hop and working out. You know Tim Gray. You know so shout out to him, man. Keep doing what you're doing, and maybe we need people, the little men, quote unquote, so to say, to bring out the forefront about health awareness when it comes to the hip hop culture. So that's all I gotta say about that. Shout out to Tim, man. Uh, Dwayne, final words. Uh. Final words. Oh yeah, I've been watching this show. It's it's the spinoff of Blackish, Grownish, and mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys got to watch it, but it's granted none of us are college age, but I feel like it's a dope show. For first of all, it keeps me informed of what these kids are going through, and then the opposite is just like I feel like they talk they t- touch on a lot of really dope topics. I feel like I'm giving them a free promotion right now, but mm-hmm. um. If you're looking for a new show, just to like pass the time, I, I recommend Grownish. It 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 touches on real topics that children, young adults, are going through in a in a mm, I want to say in a realistic way. And uh, that's it. That's my final word. Nice. Uh, my final word is 
I think people need to learn the subtle art of having a debate and and, dis, and a disagreeing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Like you can have a debate with somebody, <laughs> agree with them, and not have to kill them or freaking destroy their whole social being. Um, I think a lot of times, especially in the age of social media, it's really easy to get into that like shouting match and going back and forth and blah blah blah. blah. And, like one of the things that sucks for a lot of people that have type of following, like celebs and all that. They're literally judged by their last tweet. So on one tweet, it could be like, oh man, you're a champion for feminism. And then the next tweet is like, oh, you hate women, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and so yeah. no one's allowed to have multiple uh, multiple uh, opinions or evolving opinions. So you have to be really, uh, take one side and run with it. And it's very toxic and really uh, bad for, just in general, just in general, it's not, not good at all. Um, and people always try to blame just the, the right side of, uh, of things, you know, conservatives and all that for doing that. But us on the quote unquote liberal left, we do the exact same thing. Sometimes we get a little high, uh, mightier than thou and a little bit too much on our high horse about certain things where a lot of times mm -hmm. we're just as bad. And so I just think people need to work on their debating skills and uh, actually have more conversations in person and vocally as opposed to just on the, the twit machine. But, you know, yeah, it's okay. It's okay to disagree, man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, mm -hmm. Cam, final words. Uh, I got two. One is quick. Uh, my first final word is I still want DNA tests on Bobby Caldwell. Uh, <laughs> straight up. My second final word in honor of Craig Mack, rest in power. Uh, mm -hmm. I went on Twitter and said. Top three MCs with the great hand movements while rapping. My first initial res uh, response to that was it was, uh, I think I put Buster Rhymes, oh, Craig oh, Mack, oh. and, Dots, and mm -hmm. Dots Effects. And my, my co host, Dwayne, said ODB. And I had to go look. <laughs> He's the biggest Wu Tang fan that I am. I was shocked, yo. I'm like, yo, Kung Fu ODB, man? You ain't pick up? Yeah. <laughs> I, I went back, looked at the fantasy app, the video, and then I looked back at the shimmy shimmy ya, and I revised that list so fast. And it's kind of like a one A, one B. And and, and to the people out there listening, when I mean hand movements, go look at these MCs and watch their hands. Like their hand movements is crazy when they spit, especially Buster Rhymes and ODB. And I had it. It, it, this could be 1A, 1B, 1, you know, 1A, 1B, or however you want to switch it. But I put Buster Rhymes first, ODB second, and Craig Mack third. Because Craig Mack, no disrespect to these other rappers, but Craig Mack, he had long arms. And if you go watch all his videos, man, you swear he was painting a picture with his arm. And those are my <laughs> top three MCs with the greatest hand movements while spitting. It's a hard thing to do. That's a talent. It go is. check it out. To the young people out there who've never seen Peak Buster Rhymes and Peak ODB and Peak uh, Craig Mack. Check that skill. That's a talent, man. So those are my top three MCs with great hand arm movement while spitting a verse. Boom. I see right. him. All right. And on that note. And see him used to ball out while he was rapping. Right. <laughs> Legs. Lord, give me these drinks. <laughs> All right, everybody, this has been the Table of Truth. And Wait, what about are... Domino? No, I'm joking. All right, yo, we out. <laughs> 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 I'll you, what the Domino movie is that we're like? That, that, that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm about to look up a Domino video on the low, yo. And we are out. <laughs> <laughs> you can
can listen and download to all of our episodes of Table of Truth on iTunes. Just search the Table of Truth podcast.